Toronto-based research team met with and surveyed some 10,000 Canadians about the state of the healthcare system, and what they found is deep dissatisfaction and frustration with primary care as the country grapples with a severe shortage of family doctors. It's one of the most comprehensive surveys ever conducted uh, on Canadians' views of the health system, and it provides crucial data on the poor state of primary care access in a growing and aging country. Joining me now to talk a little bit about the study is Goldus Mitra, the Our Care BC lead and clinical assistant professor at UBC. Uh, Dr. Mitra, thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. What are the core findings in this survey, which is uh, a massive survey that's been done? Uh, what are the core findings for you? So, I mean, so our care is the largest ever initiative to engage Canadians about their experiences with primary care and really understand the steps we need to take today to make sure that people can access health care, the health care they need now and far into the future. Um, and the our care process, you know, over the last 16 months, we've asked citizens from coast to coast and every walk of life to tell us about their experiences trying to navigate our primary care system. And we asked them what we can do better. Um, so in the fall of 2022, our research team heard from over 9,000 Canadians in a survey about their experiences, but then we also did a deep dive into multiple provinces to better understand the issues. Um, in BC, we engaged almost 100 people in really deep dialogues to better understand their experiences and understand the challenges and opportunities to improve the health system. Um, and, you know, in the report we released this week, um, we summarized what we found and really described the R-Care standard. Um, you know, when people in Canada told us how they wanted to see the healthcare system transformed, their biggest priorities, I think not surprisingly, were solving the attachment crisis. Um, we heard stories of people losing their family doctors and being unable to find another for years, especially if they were marginalized, lower income, or had complex chronic health conditions. Um, people really wanted us to focus on expanding team-based care and expanding publicly funded virtual care. Um, and there was also a big focus in their priorities on ensuring care they're receiving is equitable um, and includes coverage for prescription medications, mental health, dental, and eye care. The uh, I just want to talk about family doctors just for a second. You talked a lot of, about a lot of priorities for, for citizens. The core issue mm-hmm. for, for, for a citizen at this point is still access to that family doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that what's driving the, the core frustration? I think it is driving the core frustration. Um, I think many people across the country are unable to find a family doctor. Across Canada, it's one in five people who responded to our survey didn't have a family doctor or nurse practitioner, but there were actually huge differences by region. So um, people in BC were actually most likely to report they didn't have a family doctor or NP. There was, that was approximately 27%. And this is compared to other places in Canada, you know, in Ontario, 13, only 13% of people didn't have a family doctor. Uh, the other issue uh, is you look at other countries, uh, the UK, Norway, the Netherlands, Finland, what are they doing with public systems that we aren't doing? Why are they more successful? I'm not saying they're perfect, they have their challenges as well. But when it comes to access to primary care, they seem to, doing it, they seem to be doing it better than us here in Canada. 
I hear you. Um, I think in many of those countries, they've oriented um, a lot of the funding and the structure of the system to better support primary care. We know that primary care is the entryway into our system, um, and there's good research to show that systems that really value primary care and do um, and 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 provide really high quality, robust. Um, primary care that is accessible to their citizens have better overall health outcomes. And I think um, much of what we heard from the citizens who engaged with the our care process, um, a lot of it got distilled into the our care standard, which we really think are a set of principles that mm -hmm. will guide Canada and, gu and guide the BC primary care system. Um, to look much more like some of those high-quality primary care systems in other parts of the world. Um, w when I uh, was going through the report, and, it, you know, there was talk of, you know, we, we, we can't deal with incremental improvements. We need significant improvements. Uh, at its core, is this going to be a, sort of a national and obviously a provincial f focus on just getting out there and hiring more nurses and doctors? That means looking in other jurisdictions around the world? I think so. I mean, I think our government's really made historic investments into primary care, um, first with a one-of-a-kind new funding model in BC that's been really successful in both keeping doctors in practice and recruiting net new family doctors into office practice. We've also um, recently announced a new program to support team-based care in the province where doctors can hire nurses into their offices. But I think governments can really go further. Um, I think one really important step um, here in BC, um, and we're asking for uh, governments to adopt and endorse the R Care standard. Um, but also we're hoping they can um, provide targeted investments in certain areas. One of those is team-based care. Mm -hmm. Others are in community health centers, but also interoperability of our health systems and improved patient access to records. Uh, the issue, uh, you're talking about team-based care. Um, do, do you think we are actually responding well as, as a federal government, but more importantly, because health is a provincial matter, mm -hmm. that we're actually fundamentally tackling this? I mean, governments change, and I get that. Uh, but there seems to be mm -hmm. an underlying frustration from the public that I've never seen in regards to our healthcare system. They all value a public system, but they also see the fundamental flaws of this public system. Uh, do you think that we're finally getting to that point where government is understanding the heavy lifting that's going to be required moving forward in regards to dealing with this? Yeah. Um, I've heard from both the federal government a huge focus on primary care and better supporting primary care. Um, we've recently had um, promises for investments in long-term care and elder care. And I think that's a huge step forward in BC. As I said, um, we've had significant and I think historic investments in a new funding model and, um, and in team-based care. And even with the R care process, the Ministry of Health was one of our stakeholders and was there listening to the citizens during our priority panels, um, really hearing their stories and working to understand their priorities. Um, can they go further? Absolutely. Um, I'll give you an example with team-based care. 
So now that doctors can actually hire nurses into their offices, I think that's going to be a huge game changer. But you can imagine where you have a scenario where doctors haven't necessarily worked with nurses in their office practices before. They may not have the skills and workflows to ensure that they're really working efficiently and effectively in ways that would increase their office capacity, right, and their team capacity to take on more patients off of those wait lists. And so what do we need? I think we'd really benefit here in BC from a provincial organization to help train doctors and nurses in how to best work together in a primary care team, similar to organizations that exist in other places like Ontario. Well, it was a, f- a fantastic report, uh, and I'm still trying to get through all of it, but I really appreciate you making time for us today because it is such a vital uh, part uh, of just government and people's reliance and, and taking care of people, more importantly. But uh, most importantly, it's improving a system that we all deeply care about. So, Dr. Mitra, thank you so much for your time today.